We'll have a couple of uh, returners out there. And Bryce Palmer out there along with Mick Daly. Also Jager Tyler setting up around the five-yard line. Mitchell in their black uniforms here tonight with Colonel Gold pants and gold numbers with the black helmets. With the uh, big gold Mitchell M on the right side of the helmet and their number on the left side. Meanwhile, for Yankton, a few folks made the trip up north here. White uniforms, white pants, white uniforms here for Yankton tonight. Red helmets and red numbers as we are ready to get underway here. Be Trevor Paulson, the outstanding kicker. And he kicks it off, and we are ready to go. This one will find the back of the end zone on not a bounce. Paulson kicks that one 70 yards through the air from his 40 all the way to the back of the end zone. So, Mitchell, they will start here with a touchback. 12 minutes here as we open up another season of Mitchell Colonel football. Mitchell looking to improve on their 3-7 and seven mark from last season. They were in a lot of games. They led T at the half, 7-0. They were down to this Yankton team 7-0 at homecoming with just two minutes to go in the first half before losing 45-0. Mitchell, they start in the shotgun, two receivers, one right, one left, and two in the backfield at the 20-yard line. Run up the middle, minimal gain here for number 21. That's McDaly on the carry for Mitchell. He'll gain about two on first down. And that Mitchell running game is so important. Mitchell gain of two on first down, so that sets up a second and eight. Nice crowd here, Mitchell. Basically full grandstand here right beneath us. I'll set up a second and eight here for Mitchell from their own 22. Same formation. Three receivers set. I'll give it off. Nope. Left side. Schultz with the pitch. He'll go left, but uh, Yainton stopped it right away. A gain of zero on the option pitch to the left near the near side here. Don't near, near the... Uh, Mitchell's side of the field. That was Mick Daly again on the carry. So gain of zero on that one. Daly with two carries early on sets up a big third down, third and long here for Mitchell. And Mitchell elected to take the ball first. And their best defense to keep this Yankton offense off the field, maybe to just hang on to the ball here offensively. Shotgun, two receivers right, one left. Shulls in the shotgun, back to pass on a third and eight. Rolls out to the right, rolling out, finds a man well short. He'll, in fact, lose two or three yards. Mick Daly with the reception, and that'll be a loss of uh, two or three on the pass. So Mitchell, do uh, they do not move the six here. A loss of two on that rollout right side. Shulls to Mick Daly. So zero yards on that first possession for Mitchell. It's a three and out as they will punt here from the 20-yard line. That only took about, oh, two minutes off the clock. Mitchell huddling here, and what should be a pretty uh, simple punt. They would be kicking into the wind. We do have a south wind here around 15 to 20. And Mitchell taking a long, long time here. Let's see, 10-10 to go. Let's see if they can get this punt off as they will set it up here inside the 10-yard line. Number 15, the punter. This one a nice kick. Now that'll be Jager Tyler on the punt, and it is not a good one. This is out of bounds near the 40, likely going to be closer to the 35. So that took a long time to develop. Uh, Mitchell, they were uh, in the in the huddle for a long time there for a punt. That was uh, correction. That was Tyson Sabers, a junior wide receiver and linebacker, with the punt, and it only goes 10 yards. Went out of bounds near the 40. They mark it at the 30. So quite honestly, Mitchell would have been better off going for it there. They gained 10 yards on the punt from the 20 to the 30-yard line. So this uh, sets up a disastrous situation for the defense. First and 10 from the Mitchell 30 here for Rugby Riken. 
Riken goes right side, the quarterback. He'll go to the 25, to the 20. He'll get a first down, 11 yards. The rugby Riken, a quarterback keeper, off right tackle. Gain of 11, first down already here for the Yainton Bucks. This may not be a very uh, long scoring drive. This could be pretty quick. We've seen this Yainton offense strike quickly. They spread it out, shotgun. A four receiver set. Riken, he just takes it up the middle. A gain of three on first down. Right around the 16-yard line. Rugby Riken, the senior quarterback for Yainton, 6 feet, 175. Gavin Swanson and Matthew Sheldon as two running backs. Swanson a senior, Sheldon only a sophomore. And they go quick. This is a hurry-up, quick-strike offense. Second and seven here, just shy of the 15. Rugby Riken back to pass for the first time. Right side, uh, near the end zone, dropped. Would have been a tough play. Good coverage there by Mitchell, number uh, 24. For the Colonels, and that was Bryce Palmer on the coverage. Dropped, dropped by Tucker Gilmore, the 6'4 junior tight end. Would have been shy of a touchdown, would have been inside the two-yard line, so sets up a third and seven here for Riken. He goes right side again. Is he going to keep it? Yes, he is to the 10. Going to be shy of the sticks, I believe. Needed to get down to the five. He'll be five yards shy here of the first down, so... See if Yainton goes for it. I think they will. It'll be a fourth and five here for the Bucks. Fourth and no, excuse me, fourth and one correction. They needed to get just past the 10-yard line. So they'll go with a tight, heavy formation here with 8.30 to go in the opening quarter. Straight pitch. Riken gets the uh, first down, but I think this one might be coming back. As we have a penalty, and I think they moved early. So not everybody was set there, so that'll be a five-yard penalty for Yainton. They easily picked up the first down. They needed just inches from the 10-yard line. So we'll see if they kick it here, and they will. This will be a huge win for the Mitchell defense. As Yainton started the drive on the Mitchell 30, they get one first down. Mitchell holds them. That'll bring up Trevor Paulson here for a field goal. Yainton looks to get on the board here. They'll spot this. This will be at the 22-yard line. So a 32-yard field goal with the wind here from the right hash. Paulson, good snap. Kick is on the way, and it is good. One of the best kickers in the state nails a 32-yard field goal. 8.30 to go here in this opening quarter. 3-0 Yainton as they have a short 10-yard drive to put up a field goal. 3-0 Bucks here, three and a half minutes in. We're back in a quick 60 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Football on KORN. Three-nothing Yainton here, 8.30 to go in this first quarter. Both teams have had a crack at it offensively, and then this one to the back of the end zone. I don't think Mitchell's going to get a return tonight here. If Trevor Paulson doesn't want to give, give you a return, you're not going to get it. Second straight kickoff for him goes through the back of the end zone. So first and 10 here for Mitchell at their own 20. And you got to consider that a huge break and a huge win for Mitchell defensively. As Yainton started on the Colonel 30-yard line, Picked up an early first down. Picked up 20 yards on that first drive, but it was a big uh, procedure penalty on fourth and inches that negated a first down. Colonels kick it off again here. They'll run left side, a missed tackle. McDaly will go left side. Nice run, fighting for extra yards. They'll get around the 25-yard line. Gain of five here for McDaly, the 5'9 junior at 180 pounds. He's going to be a leader on defense at a linebacker spot, and he's also gotten all three carries 
and uh, one catch here. So he's touched the ball all four, all four times here for Mitchell. Second and five for the Colonels. Three receivers, two right, one left, and two in the backfield. They give it off right side this time to Bryce Palmer. He finds a seam, gets a first down, as he'll get past the 30-yard line up around the 32. Nice gain of six or seven here for Bryce Palmer, the first first down here for the Colonels' offense this season. Much, much better than that first drive. That was a gain of six there for Bryce Palmer. Number 24, 5'11", senior. 165. We saw Bryce Palmer. He would play a little bit at the end of games, about a, you know, a third string running back. Has outstanding speed here for Mitchell. He'll be a big part of the offense. First down, Colonels, 7.30 to go. First quarter, they trail Yainton 3-0. First and 10 from the 31. Schultz keeps it left side. He will get stuck in the backfield. May get back to the line of scrimmage. A host of Yainton Bucks there for the stop. Gain of zero for Schultz on first down from the 31. Uh, your defense here for the Ainton Bucks. Let's start with their uh, defensive ends. Uh, Luke Bernato, he's a 6'2 sophomore at 255 pounds. As uh, Yainton, they run a 3-4-4 defense. Also a case in store, a 6'5", 310-pound senior is at nose tackle. They also have Caden Wavernick, a 6'3", 230-pound junior. Uh, there are four linebackers, two seniors, Gavin Swanson and Charles Foote. And two juniors, uh, Tucker Gilmore at 6'4", and Shaler Platts at 5'11". Second and 10 here for Mitchell at their own 31. Jager Tyler in motion. They give it off, not to the motion man, but to the uh, running back. A gain of about two here to Mick Daly. Daly gets past the 30-yard line. Call it a gain of two here on second down. So that'll spot the ball at the Colonel 33-yard line. They'll need eight yards here to get up to the 41-yard uh, line. Also, the secondary here for Yainton, they have Mac Riken. He's a senior corner. Also, uh, Cooper Grotenheis, 5'11", 170. And the safeties are Cody Oswald and Rainer Roig. Four defensive backs are all seniors here for Yainton. Passing situation, they set up a screen left side on third and eight, and that is blown up, and it'll be another punt for Mitchell. Nice stop by Yainton. That looked like number 11, Lucas Kampschoff. On the tackle for loss, pass was complete to Daly. It's a loss of one, so Mitchell passing game. Two completions, but negative four yards. They lose a yard on third down, so they'll punt here. They did pick up a first down. They get it to the 31-yard line. Five and a half minutes to go in this opening quarter. Second punt here for Mitchell. It'll be number two, Tyson Sabres, the 6-1. 180-pound juniors. First one, punt was only 10 yards. This one much better. Take a bounce out, to, uh, out around the 45-yard line. They're going to mark it at the 40. Interesting. This will be at the own Yankton 40, so a punt of around 30 yards. I have no idea how they got to that spot because the ball literally bounced at the 45. The ball bounced at the 45 out of bounds. They spotted it five yards beyond that. Now they finally put it up. Yes, now it's around the 48-yard line. That's a lot better. So about a 22-yard punt. So 48-yard line, Yainton, just shy of the 50. They spread it out five receivers here for Rugby Riken. Riken goes left side. He pitches it off left to Gavin Swanson to the 50 and a lot more. First down, gain of 11 or 12 for Swanson. Another first down. Uh, last time Yainton had the ball, they had a first down run as well. 
And they're up to the line. Jager Tyler on the tackle. Gain of 11 for Gavin Swanson. First down in Colonel Territory at the 41. Here's a pitch right side. Tackle for loss this time. Stuck in the backfield is Swanson. It'll be a loss of about one on first down. Tackle for loss there by Mitchell. Couple colonels in there. You got A.J. Seamson at a defensive end along with Trevon Austell and Carson Jennings. Your nose tackle for Mitchell as they run a 3-5-3 defense. Up to the line, second and 11, deep pass, right side, got a man, overthrew him. Intended receiver from Rugby Riken was the senior wide receiver, Tyler Soler. If he catches that in stride, that's a 40-yard touchdown. But uh, Bryce Palmer on the coverage up the right sideline. Overthrew him by just a couple yards. That'll set up another third and long here for this Yainton offense. Again for Mitchell, there are five linebackers. We've got three juniors, Tyson Sabres, Mick Daly, and Lucas Chenoweth, along with a couple senior linebackers in Lucas Bennett and Drake Yerke. Connor Singray, a cornerback, Jager Tyler at safety, and Dustin Kurtenbach, a junior corner for the Mitchell defense. Third and 11 at the 41. Riken, all time to throw, rolls out to the left. Near the sticks, going to be complete at the 30, and that'll be a first down pass gain of 11. That was to number one, Austin Goble, a 5'9", 150-pound junior wide receiver for Yankton. Impressive throw by Riken. He's a righty going across his body to the left. Gain of 11 on third and 10. Quick pass left side here on first down. Gain of maybe one on the play. Tyler Solar on the catch. That's just a quick pitch and catch here just near the short sideline off to the left. Gain of one on first down for Yankton. Hurry up offense, a four receiver set, three to the right. They're in Mitchell territory, second and nine at the 29. Riken looks to his left, now runs up the middle, big hole to the left near the 25. He'll get the first down and plenty more to the 15-yard line. Gain of 14, first down here for Rugby Riken. If there's nothing there in the passing game, well, he can just use his legs. An outstanding quarterback for Yankton, first down, now threatening the Make this a 10-0 game. Still 3.42 left in the first quarter. 3-0 Bucks. A movement on the line. I think Mitchell moved. A couple of Colonel defensive linemen moved on that one, I do believe. We'll get the call here. Dead ball. Encroachment on the defense. Number 64. Five yards in the lead. First down. So for Mitchell, that'll be Carson Jennings, the nose tackle. Six feet, 220-pound senior. Be a five-yard penalty there. Be first and... Five now at the 10 yard line. We have a whistle and I believe a timeout. Timeout for Mitchell as they try to hold again. First and five for Yankton from the Mitchell 10 yard line. They lead the Colonels 3 0 with 3.42 to go. We're back in a quick 30 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Football tonight on KORN. Colonel's defense uses a timeout here, trying to get a stop after an encroachment penalty on first down. It's 3-0 Yainton here, their second possession. 3.42 to go in this first quarter. Mitchell, they have one first down, their first two shots on offense. In this high-powered Yainton offense, they won last year here in Mitchell at homecoming, 45-0. And they beat Mitchell in the quarterfinals of the playoffs, 42-21. Mitchell scored a couple of late touchdowns there in the second half. So Yankton, they put up 87 points in two meetings last year versus Mitchell. And 
Looking for something similar here tonight. So timeout here for the Colonels. Tighter formation for Yainton. Riken in the shotgun. Gavin Swanson behind him. He'll have two receivers to his left, one to his right in the slot. First and five, run up the middle. He'll give it to Swanson. He'll get the edge and score easily untouched from 10 yards out. Gavin Swanson from 10 yards out makes it 9-0 Yainton. 3.35 to go here in this opening quarter. Extra point pending here by the automatic Trevor Paulson. Pretty easy. Wasn't much to that run. Yainton, they set up on that far left hash, and they just simple handoff to Gavin Swanson. He ran all the way to the right, caught the edge untouched for the touchdown. Paulson's kick is up and good. 3.35 to go in the opening quarter. 10-0 Yainton. They've scored on their first two drives. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN. Yainton here with 3.35 to go in the first quarter. Travis Krins bringing you Mitchell Colonel football tonight. Seven-play drive ends in a 10-yard touchdown run by the quarterback Gavin Swanson. Seven-play drive, 52 yards here as Yainton. They've had an outstanding field position here these first two drives. First one started at the Mitchell 30. They held them to a field goal. This one started uh, at the 48-yard line. So Mitchell's offense, they went three and out. On the first drive, they did get a first down on the second drive. They're two for two passing, but for negative four yards. So that's not what you want. Ten at nothing. That again, another touchback for Trevor Paulson of Yainton. First and ten. Mitchell going with this uh, same formation with three receivers, two to the right, and they hand it off right side to McDaly. He'll pick up a couple. Nope, correction on that. That was number 31 for Mitchell. Lucas Bennett, number 31, Lucas Bennett, a receiver, also had some carries last season. Bennett with a gain of two on first down. Sets up a second and eight for Mitchell, coming up on three minutes to go. And Mitchell offense, at the very least, has to get a couple first downs here to switch this field position battle. First time we've seen a four-receiver set for Mitchell, Scholes in the shotgun. Four receiver sets. Shoals back to pass. Looks right. Quick pass. Incomplete. Set around the 25-yard line. Had a couple guys in the area. He had Jager, Tyler, and McDaly. And the ball was kind of between both of them. It was too short for Tyler and too long for Daly. So another passing situation and a third and long coming up here for Mitchell. 2.52 to go in the first quarter. Already 10-0 Mitchell. Or excuse me, 10 nothing Yainton. Scholes likely to pass here on a third and eight from his own 22. Four receiver set. Looking left, just plowed over and sacked at the 11-yard line. Coming from the left side, never saw it coming. Sacked by, looked like that was the free safety. Cody Oswald came on a blitz on the left corner. Now that I think he was probably untouched. So a sack on the play, loss of... Loss of eight yards. And a loss of nine. So it's at the 13-yard line. Third straight punt here for Mitchell. 2.15 to go. Tyson Sabres, he's had a punt of 10 yards and of 28 yards tonight. The Yankton returner here on his own side of the 50. This one nearly blocked. Let's see if it takes a good bounce. It kind of does up around the 45-yard line. So best punt of the night. 
angling off to the right. Sabres kicks it off in the shadow of his own goal line. No return, but again, for the uh, second time in three drives tonight, the Yainton offense will start on the Mitchell side of the 50. Yainton will set up quickly here, first and 10 at the Mitchell 47-yard line. Two minutes to go. A couple of three and outs here for Mitchell. Only one first down in the quarter. 10-0 Yainton. Looking to get up early here. Touchdown can make it 17 to nothing here before the quarter's done. A bit of a delay here. What are we waiting for? Do we have a football? I think we're looking for a proper football. We don't have one of those. Very important to have a football out there. Must they have the wrong ball or a kicking ball of some sorts. Now we finally get a couple of footballs. There we go. All right, now we're ready to go. Three receivers set here for Yainton. Rugby Riken in the shotgun. Got two receivers, two is right, one to the left at the Mitchell 47. First and ten, back to pass. Roll out, avoids the pressure. Gets out of bounds. He'll throw it away. Colonel's nearly got a sack. That would have been a nice loss of about seven or eight up the left sideline. But uh, let's see, do they... It, it is a, let's see, second and ten, or maybe they'll count this sack. Let's see what they want to do here. He threw it away. That will be second down and ten. Again, they had a couple colonels uh, tackle Riken out of bounds. He just got rid of the ball. Close play. They do not allow the sack. And so it will be second and ten. A five-receiver set here for Yainton. At the 45, man in motion. That's uh, the tight end, Gilmore. Again, he avoids the pressure again. Riken going to run for it. Going to be shy of the first down. Pickup of seven at the Mitchell 40-yard line. So it's so tough to defend the Yainton offense. They go five wide. They got a couple good running backs. Their quarterback can pass and run equally well. Riken's probably going to lead them in rushing here tonight. Gain of uh, six. They're at the 41-yard line here on a third and four. Riken goes right side, doesn't pitch it, keeps it. It'll be about a yard shy of the first down. Gain of three, past the 40, and let's see if they go for it here. They should. I only need a yard. It's at the 39-yard line. Gain of three for the quarterback. Are they going to punt here? Boy, they're going to punt. They're inside the Mitchell 40. They've been running at will against this Mitchell offense. They need maybe a yard and a half, and they're going to punt. Here with under a minute to go, 10-0 lead. They just need a, a yard and a half. Paulson at the 50 to punt. And he'll let it fly. Not surprising to me. Nice punt inside the Mitchell 10. See if it gets a bounce. And it will. They'll down it at the 2. That is how you punt the football. Punt of 37. Mitchell will start it here at their own 2-yard line in the shadow of the end zone. With 41 seconds to go. So, Mitchell Colonels, they get their first stop tonight. And surprise, Yainton didn't go for it there. You got a chance to go up. Well, maybe 17 to nothing. Mitchell really hasn't stopped you defensively. And would have been about a fourth and one, fourth or two from the 39-yard line. So they punt it. It will be at the three. 41 seconds to go. And Mitchell, you got to get that ball. You can't... Uh, Need some forward movement here at your own three-yard line. And three receivers set. They've ran the same formation pretty much every play. Schultz in the shotgun. They give it off left side. They gain three yards on first down. 
run by number 21, Mick Daly. Kamshoff on the tackle for Gainton. So it gives them a little bit of breathing room here past the five-yard line. Gain a three for Mick Daly. Now looks like Mitchell may run one more play here before the end of the first quarter with 15 seconds to go. Let's see if they get it off in time. 10-0 Yainton. First time they have not scored here. Five seconds to go. Let's see if the Colonels let the clock run out here. And switch ends, and they will. 10-0 Yainton. Both teams with uh, three drives here in the first quarter. Mitchell with one first down. Yainton with a 32-yard field goal from Trevor Paulson and a 10-yard touchdown run from Gavin Swanson. It'll be second and seven for Mitchell from their own six-yard line. When we return, second quarter coming up next. Yainton 10, Mitchell 0. We're back in one minute on KORN. 10-0 Yainton. They lead Mitchell here. It's the season opener here at home. Travis Grins with you tonight. KORN News Radio coming up on 7.30. So 10-0 Yainton. Mitchell with the ball. This is the Colonel's fourth possession already. They have one first down. They've punted three times. Moving across the field here from left to right. Shoals under center for the first time tonight. As they'll pitch it left side in the end zone. Trying to get the corner. Nearly a safety. It'll be a loss of about five yards. They started at the six. It's, they should spot the ball at the one. That was Mick Daly with a loss of five. Again, they pitched it right. They pitched it back into the end zone. Let's see, they set it up at the two. So that'll be a loss of four yards here for Mick Daly. You really don't see that very often. A pitch into the end zone again when you're when you're so far back there at the six. So now it sets up a third and long again for this Mitchell offense, just not to their advantage. Third and 12 from their own two. Four receiver set. Schultz in the uh, end zone. Got to get rid of it quickly and does. Caught by Jager Tyler. Can he make a move? He's at the 10. He'll be right at the sticks. Gain of 11, maybe 12. That may be enough for a Colonel first down. And it will be. They'll get it right to the 12-yard line. Boy, that was close right there. They do get the first down. A gain of 11 for Jager Tyler, his first catch of the season. Maybe the best athlete Mitchell has. I'd like to see him uh, get the ball in his hands, whether it's in the backfield or with a catch right there. So first completion for positive yards for Mitchell. 10.40 to go here in the first half. Second first down for the Colonels. First and 10 at the 13. Schultz keeps it right side. He pitches it right side. And Mitchell's going to pick up maybe one yard there. Bryce Palmer, 5'11", senior running back, picks up one on first down. Just hasn't been much room for this Mitchell offense, whether they've gone inside, whether they've done a little option pitch to the right or left. That Yankton offense has got good size, and they've got good speed. And Mitchell, they are 3-3 of passing, but one of those was for negative four, one of those for negative one. Ten minutes to go in the half. Ten-nothing Yainton. Mitchell. Oh, a lot of movement. Yainton moved a couple guys. The entire offensive defensive line for Yainton moved. So a second and nine should become here a second and four. Number 77. Five-yard penalty. Yeah, they also run a three. Yainton and Mitchell, both the three defensive linemen. 
Mitchell runs a 3-5 defense. Yankton runs a 3-4. So Mitchell with a chance here to maybe at least flip field position. Third and, uh, see, second and five from the 19. Three receivers set. Schultz trips, but he hands it off. Gain of a couple past the 20. Going to be about a yard shy of the first down. Gain of about uh, three on the play. You need about a yard and a half. Let's see that. Uh, Mick Daly on the carry. Correction, Bryce Palmer, number 24 on the carry. So Palmer sets up a third and two here for Mitchell. Again, nothing on the scoreboard, so we're just kind of eyeballing the, uh, the yardages here. Third and two for Mitchell at the 22-yard line. Two in the backfield for Schultz. Schultz will hand it off, and oh, that's going to be a tackle for loss past the 20-yard line. And the Colonels are going to have to punt here for the fourth straight drive. McDaly on the drive. Loss of two on the play. Needed two yards. Instead, they lost two. Best chance Mitchell has had of converting a, a third and short. And simple run up the middle. They lose a couple yards. So another punt here for Mitchell. And Yainton going to get great field position yet again. As Yainton leads 10-0 with 8.30. And counting in this first half. It's been all Yainton thus far. Sabres with the punt. Nearly blocked. May have been tipped at the 15-yard line. It'll go out of bounds right around the 50. And they will mark it out of bounds at the Mitchell 49. So one of these times, one of these punts are going to be blocked. And uh, been kind of shaky with the punting game here tonight. And then the uh, for the third out of four drives for Yankton, they started Mitchell territory. Another punt of under 30 yards. First and 10 at the Colonel. 49, Rugby Riken. Man in motion. Riken will hand it off, simple handoff up the middle. That'll be an easy gain of four for Yainton. Right up the middle here for Gavin Swanson. Swanson has the only touchdown tonight. That was a 10-yard touchdown run in that first quarter. Second and six now from the Colonel, 45. A four-receiver set for Rugby Riken. Sets up at the 50, quick pass right side, complete to Oswald. Miss, makes a man miss and a big gain, a gain of 20. Or thereabouts, well past the first down inside the Colonel 30. See, that was Tucker Gilmore, number four on the catch. And go from the 45 to the 32. Let's call it a gain of, let's see, uh, call it a gain of nearly 20 at the 28-yard line. First and 10, Rugby Riken takes it left side. He fumbles, I think Mitchell got the football. Was he down? He may have been down. Colonels recover it, but they're calling him down at the 20. I think it's the right call. Unfortunate break from that. 7.40 to go here. It's 10-0. It's a gain of eight yards by Riken as he was down before he fumbled. Second and two coming up here for the Bucks. Looking to score for the third time tonight. Late addition. Here's August Anderson coming on late for Mitchell. He's the nose tackle. And also the right tackle on offense. Now we're ready to go. Three-man front for Mitchell. Three receivers set for Yainton. Swanson up the middle to the 15. First down. Another gain of seven up to the 13-yard line. And this Yainton defense getting whatever they want here tonight. It's 10 to nothing. 
it feels like it's, you know, should be more. First and 10 for Yainton at the 12. Pass, end zone right side. They overshot their man. Looking for Cody Oswald in the right corner. Kind of turned him around and incompletion here for Rugby Reich and he'll do it again. Second and 10 here from the Mitchell 13. 6.54 to go. Mitchell needs another stop here to force a field goal. Try and keep this just a two-score ball game. Three receiver set, two to the right of Riken. Man in motion from right to left. Riken back to pass, looking up the middle. That one tipped and incomplete. Had a couple guys converging there. Tucker Gilmore, I think, got a hand on it. Also, the other, other wide receiver, Cody Oswald, he was in the area. Two guys kind of converging in the back of the end zone for Yainton. Third and ten here for the Bucks at the 13. They need to get to the Mitchell three to extend the drive or score a touchdown. They lead 10-0, 6.45 to go. Three receivers to the right. Riken rolls out to the right. Is he going to run? No, he's going to throw, and he's going to throw a touchdown from 10 yards out to number 10, Tyler Soler. In that right corner, that makes it 16-0, Yainton. 6.40 to go in the first half. A 13-yard touchdown from Rugby Riken to Tyler Soler. Yainton, they have draw, they have scored on three of their four drives tonight. Paulson to make it 17-0. 6.40 to go here in this second quarter. Kick is up and good. 17-0 Yainton. Mitchell will see if they can respond here before the end of the half. We're back in 60 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Football on KORN. Yankton shutting out Mitchell here at home in the first half. Travis Crins with you tonight on KORN News Radio. Mitchell needs some first downs. Only have two here in the first half. Meanwhile, Yankton, they've scored three of their four drives. Seven play, 49-yard drive right there in just a couple minutes. 13-yard pass. Tyler Soler on the catch from Rugby Riken. Paulson kicks this one in the front of the end zone. Mitchell going to get a return tonight. Up near the 20-yard line. Now off to the left, Bennett. Lucas Bennett with a return of around 23 yards. So Mitchell with their first kickoff return tonight. And this will be one of their better spots on offense. First and 10 for the Mitchell 23. 6.33 to go. And Mitchell with a three-win year last year. They finished three and seven, looking to improve on that this year. A tough, tough spot, though. Tough, tough game to, to kick it off here against the Yankton Bucks. They've got Sturgis next Saturday night. That'll be the Colonel Bowl. Good shot to get their first win of the season next week here if they can't come from behind. Shotgun, Shells gives it off right side to Bennett. Bennett misses a tackle at the 25, goes to the 26. Run by number 31, Lucas Bennett. Gain of about four. So we've seen Mick Daly get the majority of the carries tonight. We've seen Bryce Palmer with a couple of carries. And we've seen Lucas Bennett kind of be that number three running back here for Mitchell tonight. Can Mitchell put together a drive here? A couple of first downs. Keep this Yinton offense on the, on the sidelines. Down 17-0, six minutes to go until halftime. Second and six for Mitchell at their own 27. 
Three receivers, two running backs. Give it up the middle to Bennett. Bennett's going to get near a first down. Looks like he's going to be just shy. Another nice run here by Lucas Bennett, the senior. No, correction, McDaly on the carry. So Lucas Bennett's number 31. McDaly's 21. Gain of five here for McDaly. And that'll set up a third and one here for Mitchell. They're at their own 32-yard line. You're down 17-0 with 5.20 to go in the half. This is a must-get first down. If you don't get this, they wouldn't go for it, I don't believe, but you need a first down. You need two yards here. Mitchell with a tight formation. They come in. Heavy formation. Shells under center. They need two yards on third down. Man in motion, Scholes with the quarterback keeper. He'll get a good six or seven yard chunk on the uh, third down. Simple quarterback sneak right up the middle. Honestly, one of their better plays tonight. Gain of seven, and that'll move the sticks for Mitchell. Their third down here tonight. Third first down here tonight. So that's what uh, Mitchell needed here. Mitchell has not ran a play in Yankton territory tonight. And Seemingly nearly all of Yainton plays have been in Mitchell territory tonight. So at the very least, you flip the field position, you would think. Four and a half minutes to go in the half. 17-0 Yainton. First and ten for Mitchell at the uh, at their own 39. Run left side. Nice run again. A seven here for McDaly up near the 47-yard line. Gain a seven on first down. This is by far the best drive Mitchell has had. Starting to get some room there. That offensive line starting to make some room. Give these running backs a shot here. Under four minutes to go. 17 to nothing. Mitchell, can they get a touchdown here and maybe make this a little bit interesting as we head towards the second half. Yainton will start the third quarter with the ball. Three receivers set, two to the left, two running backs for Schultz. Second and three. Schultz back to pass. Heavy pressure rolling out right. Gets rid of it and all oh, dropped. Would have been a tough play by Jager Tyler. Great coverage, great pass rush by Yainton. Tough throw for Schultz. A very accurate throw. They found Jager Tyler. Would have been good enough for a first down. Past the 50. Nearly made a sideline catch. Boy, that would have been an amazing catch and throw right there. Instead, sets up a third down. Third and three for Mitchell at the 46. They need to get up here to the 49-yard line. 3.44 to go. Down three scores, 17-0. Run up the middle. They'll get the first down past the 50. Gain of four on third and three. Mick Daly on the carry. First time tonight, Colonels have had two first downs on the same drive. Four first downs now in the half, and for the first time tonight, Mitchell in Yainton territory at the 49-yard line. Nice-looking drive here for Mitchell, eating up some clock. 3.30 to go as the Colonels continue to drive. This off left side. Loss of about one on the play to Mick Daly as he goes off to the left, tries to stretch it. Towards the far Yainton sideline. He will lose two yards on the play. And the first play in Yainton territory ends in a loss of two. And now Mitchell back on their own side of the 50. Second and 12 here at the Mitchell 49-yard line. And even if Yainton gets the ball back, hopefully at the very worst they'd get it back with under two minutes to go. It'd still be plenty of time for them to score because they're that good offensively. 
See if Mitchell can at least pick up one more first down here. 2.40 to go. Second and 12. Shell's back to pass. Little screen play right side pass was too high and dropped by Mick Daly. Daly off to the right side. Pass was a little high. He did get a hand on it. Not much room to run. Maybe would have got back to the Yainton side of the 50 instead. Sets up a third and long. 2.40 to go in the half. Yainton with potential another chance here to score if they can force a punt. Mitchell with four punts in his first half. Passing situation. Third and 12 from their own 49. Three receivers with Jager Tyler in the right slots. They'll run it on third and 12. They'll pick up a couple yards here. Pick up about four on a third and 12. McDaly left side into Yainton territory. Like a Yainton player slow to get up. So that'll set up another punt for Mitchell, their fifth drive and their fifth punt tonight. So that was a gain of five on third and 12 for McDaly. So interesting call there on a third and 12. I think Yainton calls a timeout here, uses a timeout with 2.30 to go. We'll take one as well. Yainton will get the ball here off the Mitchell punt. They lead 17-0, 2.30 to go in the half. We're back in a quick 30 seconds on KORN. Time out here for Yainton as uh, Mitchell, they uh, gain a five there on the third and 12, uh, past uh, the 50-yard line. Travis Grins here tonight. Uh, Deb Phil expected to be up here. I saw her down there a little bit uh, earlier in the pregame. Uh, Mitchell volleyball coach Deb Phil likely going to join us here, hopefully, at halftime as uh, the Colonels, they beat Sturgis tonight 3-1 to at home after losing the first set. They win the last three in dominant fashion. So we'll talk a little bit of a volleyball preview here from head coach Deb Phil. Tyson Sabres to punt it off from his own 45, punting from left to right. Good punt for Sabres. This will bounce right around the 13-yard line. So that's where, where Yainton will set up here. Uh, by far their worst field possession uh, position of the game. They're used to starting in Mitchell territory. And again, with this Yainton offense, they're so good and they're so explosive. It doesn't really matter how much time is left. It doesn't really matter how many timeouts they have. It doesn't really matter where they're at on the field. They can score from anywhere on the field at any given time. So, for the Mitchell defense, it's already 17-0. To have any semblance of a second half, of a competitive second half, you need to keep them off the scoreboard here. You have 224 to do so. 17-0 lead, first and 10 here for Yainton at their own 13-yard line. A four-receiver set, Rugby Riken in the shotgun. A running back to his left, and we get a false start. Let's see, encroachment on Mitchell. That was Carson Jennings, number 64. He's had a couple of those tonight. So Carson Jennings, six feet senior at that nose tackle spot at 220 pounds. To give Yainton a free five yards here on an encroachment. Penalties haven't been much of an issue tonight, and we've had no turnovers. First and five for Yainton at the 18. Quick pass, right side complete. Gain of four. Looks like Yainton will be about one yard shy of the sticks. Pass to the right side near the sideline. Out of bounds goes the receiver, Austin Goble. Gain of four. Up to the line, second and one. Just past the 20. 
Reichen back to pass. Going to run this time. Mitchell's got him on the run, and they'll sack him. First sack tonight for this Mitchell defense. Set up a third and short as they lose a couple yards. Nice job by this Mitchell defensive line, plus the secondary, allowing that defensive line to get there. So a minute 55 to go. It's the third. Third and medium, third and six here at the 19 for Yainton. Colonels need to stop badly. Riken back to pass. Third and six. Scrambling around again. Can Mitchell get him? Now off to the left. Pass near the sideline. Wide open is Solar. And he'll get the first down. Got, got, got about 10 yards on that third and six. Tyler Solar with the catch. He was wide open on the left sideline. Right in front of that Mitchell bench. Colonels were that close from forcing a punt. Instead, the clock continues to run here. A minute and a half to go. First and 10 at the 28. Riken goes off to his left. Good pressure. Runs into his own man. He'll get a couple of yards here. He'll gain about three or four yards as he's hit pretty heavily out of bounds right in front of us here. Carson Jennings on the tackle. So clock stops here with a minute 23 to go. Second down for Yankton. Second and seven from the 32. Four receiver set. Mitchell's defense has held up well here against this passing game of, of uh, Yainton. Not much there for the Bucks' offense. Three receivers to the right. Riken rolls out to his right. Pressure again, and the Colonels miss another sack. Across the middle of the field, wide open and caught near the 50 to the 45, to the 40. Down at the 34-yard line, a huge gain for Tucker Gilmore. Tackled by Lucas Bennett. They go from the 32 of Yainton down to the 34 of Mitchell. So do the math on that. About a see, 18, 28, about a 30-yard gain. Yeah, right around 30, 31 yards. Timeout on the filling. This is a Mitchell timeout. Minute seven to go. It's 17-0 Yainton as they are driving here. They'll have it first and 10 from the Colonel 34. We're back in a quick 30 seconds on KORN. Travis Grins here tonight, live from Joe Quinto Field, the season opener here for the Yainton Bucks and the Mitchell Colonels. And it's been pretty much all Yainton tonight with a 17-0 lead. A 10-yard run for a touchdown for Gavin Swanson. 13-yard touchdown pass, right into Solar, and a 32-yard field goal. Minute seven to go, Yainton driving, looking to make it 24-0 as we head into half. 67 seconds left in the first half, first and 10 from the Colonel, 34. Riken with some nice protection this time, back near the 45. Is he going to run for it? Directing traffic, he's going to just run out of bounds, maybe pick up a yard or two on first down. So that'll stop the clock very smartly, runs out of bounds to stop the clock with 58 seconds to go. Conserving their timeouts, they still have a couple left. In this Colonel uh, defensive backfield's done a nice job on this drive. Riken has not had much, much to throw at. And the Colonels have had some good pressure here with just the three-man front. Second and eight here from the Colonel, 32. Riken rolls out to the right, now steps up back to the right. Colonel's gonna get a big loss here. That'll be a huge loss at the 47-yard line. Let's check on the sack right there. Who got it for Mitchell? Give them some credit. 
That will push him back a good 15 yards. Look. That was Mick Daly, the linebacker, one of the leaders this season for Mitchell. Mick Daly with a huge sack as they will lose around 15 yards on that play. Well, that was the big play this Mitchell defense was looking for to hopefully keep Mitchell out of the end zone. They're going to have a third and 20-plus coming up here next. They're going to be at the Colonel 47-yard line. Loss around 15 on that sack. So they need to get all the way down to the 24. And this will set up a third, third and 23. You put nothing past this Yankton offense, and you know, if they get close enough, even if they pick up you know, 10 or 15, they could very well go for it on fourth down as they do use a timeout. Yankton with one timeout left, 46 seconds to go. They lead 17-0, and Yankton will get possession to start the third quarter. So it makes it even more important Mitchell gets a stop here. Third and 23 at the 47 for Yankton. Three receivers to the right. Rugby Riken has all day to throw. Off to his left. Colonels with the pressure. He throws it. It'll be complete, but well short of the, uh, the first down. They do get about 10 to Austin Goebel on the left sideline. And it's only a three-man rush here for Mitchell, so they're dropping eight, and there's nobody open for Yankton. May as well go for it here. It's a fourth down. 37 seconds to go, a fourth and 12, and Yankton at least is going to line up to go for it, as they should here at the 37-yard line. They have one timeout left, fourth and 12 for Yankton. They need to get to the 24. They may as well go for it here, and they do. 35 seconds to go. Riken, four-man rush. Colonels get after him again. Plenty of time. He's going to run for it. Needs 12 yards, and he's going to get it. He may score to the 15, to the 10 again on a fourth and 12. They gain 22 yards on a quarterback run. Timeout for Yankton. I think that's their last of the half. 24 seconds to go again, like I said, at the start of this drive. Doesn't matter where they're at in the field. Doesn't matter the time, the distance. Yankton can do anything that they want offensively. And right there was a fourth and 12. Colonels, they rushed four that time. They dropped seven or yeah, they dropped seven back in coverage. That's been the key thing in this second half. They've made a little bit of a, in the second quarter. Colonels defense, they've made a nice positive adjustment. Dropping seven, sometimes eight defenders, linebackers and defensive backs. Double team every receiver that they have, usually four uh, four wide receiver sets for Yankton. It's been tough for Rugby Riken to find any open guy. So Mitchell's picked up a couple sacks here. They've been covered sacks more than anything else as Riken is just scrambling, way, uh, looking for somebody to break open, and if not, he can then go and just run as he did there for a gain of 20-plus on a 4th and 12. So they're going to have a couple cracks at it. No timeouts for Yankton. 24 seconds to go, up 17-0. It is 1st and 10 at the 12. Two receivers left, one right. Shotgun for Rugby Riken. Passing situation. Pass right side, drops. 2nd and 10. Pass was right on the money to Tyler Soler. Right in front of the pylon in the front right corner. Would have been a nice catch. Bounced off of him, so 
Again, you would expect them to pass here. They can still, still can get a first down inside the two. 20 seconds to go. Three receivers set. Right getting left side. Fade. Touchdown, Yainton. It'll be to Cody Oswald, the 6'3 senior. That makes it 23-0 here with 14 seconds to go in the first half. Colonels had them stopped a couple times. Third and long and fourth and long. Couldn't come up with that big stop they needed to keep this here competitive game as we go to half. A 12-yard touchdown pass. Oswald to Riken. That's Riken's second touchdown pass tonight. Halftime show here just a few minutes away. Pulse an extra point and good. Third touchdown tonight for the Bucks. They lead 24 to nothing. 14 seconds to go here until halftime. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN. Yainton shutting out Mitchell here in the season opener tonight at Joe Quintel Field. Listening to Mitchell football here on KORN. I'm Travis Krenz. 14 seconds left here. Trevor Paulson with the kick for Yainton. From the 40-yard line, moving across the field from right to left. Paulson kicks. There should be a return for Mitchell. McDaly will take it at the four. Get up to the 20-yard line, go to his left, up near the 30, near the 32-yard line. Good return of 28 for McDaly here with seven seconds to go. In Yainton with their third touchdown tonight. That was a 12-yard touchdown pass to Cody Oswald from Rugby Riken. Riken had 10 touchdowns last year versus Mitchell in two games. 10 touchdowns in two games. Cody Oswald had five of those touchdown receptions. First time they've hooked up tonight for a score. Halftime show coming up next. We'll have some other scores from around the state, some halftime stats, and hopefully we can talk with Mitchell head coach Deb Phil. Colonel Volleyball with a 3-1 win over Sturgis tonight. First and 10 from the 32. Shoals with the final play of the half. Deep pass right side. Picked off, intercepted. There are two seconds to go. They were looking on the right side here about 30 yards down the field for Mick Daly. And that was intercepted by number 26, Rainer Roig, the six-foot senior. So it won't be the last play. And there were seven seconds on the clock. That was a long play. Still two seconds to go. See if Yainton does something here. You're almost at midfield. I, don't, I think they're going to kneel it here. That's the end of the first half. I guess time did run out. Two seconds to go. Clock apparently did not start in time. I thought that play took a while. And it took at least seven seconds. So it's an interception for Schultz. Doesn't really mean much as it is the final play here of the first half. It's all Yainton here tonight. As they lead Mitchell 24 to nothing here at the end of the first half. Scores, stats, hopefully talk with Mitchell Volleyball Coach Deb Phil as well in this lengthy halftime show. 24-0 Yainton. We're back in three minutes here on KORN. Debville joins us here. Uh, Mitchell Volleyball will talk with her in just a bit here. Get some scores here. Mitchell down uh, 24-0 here at the half. Uh, Trevor Paulson with a 32-yard field goal on the first drive for Yainton. Uh, Gavin Swanson, he would score from 10 yards out. The running back to make it 10-0. Tyler Soler, he would catch a 13-yard pass from quarterback Rugby Riken to make it 17-0. And then Cody Oswald, his uh, touchdown catch from 12 yards out with just uh, 14 seconds to go in the half. 
would make it to 24 to nothing Yainton at halftime. Uh, elsewhere across the state, let's start in 11 AA. Number two, T area. They're ahead of Huron, 45 nothing at the half. So T area, number two in the preseason poll. Uh, defensive battle here between Brookings and Watertown, 6-3. to three. Brookings with the lead as they play at home tonight versus Watertown. Also, uh, St. Thomas Moore, a Class A team leading Spearfish, uh, 7-0 midway through the first quarter. And, of course, we've got, uh, let's see, 24-0 here between Yainton and Mitchell. Uh, in 11B here tonight, 6-6, uh, six to six, close one between Flandreau and Bridgewater Emory Eath in that game at halftime. Also a low-scoring game is Mount Vernon-Plankington. They hold a 6-0 lead at half over miller Highmore herald uh, Not a close game between number one winner and Wagner. Uh, winner leading that one 38-6. Uh, still about halfway through the second quarter in that one. At the end of the first period, it's the Woonsocket, Wessington, Spring, Sanborn Central with an 8-0 lead over Jim River. Uh, game of the night tonight, number one team in 9AA, Howard, taking on the number one team in 9A, Canastota, and that is a 7-6 lead for Howard. That game is at halftime. That game is also uh, in Canastota tonight. Uh, kind of an upset brewing over on Q1073 with Clint Greenway at the half. It's Parkston leading Plant Geddes 14-6. And we also have a Hanson with a 24-0 lead over Irene Wakanda at halftime. And uh, look at this, Hamlin. Hamlin is the number four rated team in 9AA. They lead the number one team, Del Rapid St. Mary's of 9B, 44-6 at the half. We also have Avon over Burke, 40-6 at half. And Corsica Stickney and Alcester Hudson in a pitcher's duel. That is 6-6 here at halftime. So we'll get some halftime stats here as well. Coming up next is a high school band with their performance here at halftime. Uh, Mitchell head coach Deb Phil joins us, joining us here for the rest of the hour. Right? Sure. Sure. All right. All right. <laughs> so a couple minutes. Uh, you play Sturgis tonight. You lose the first set 25-17. But then you come from behind 25-13, 25-11, and 25-11. Uh, what was the big difference? Because those are, I mean, those, those last three sets seems like you really dominated uh, Sturgis tonight. I, we did. And we played really, really well those last three sets. That first set was a, just a case Whoa. of maybe some nerves. It was our first match. You know, Sturgis had already played a match, and we hit a lot of balls out of bounds. We hit a lot of serves out of bounds in the net. But then, you know, they just took a deep breath, regrouped, talked about what we can control, and really made some really nice plays to, to get that win. You kind of look at what you got coming back this year. You've got Lizzie Tyler. We talked to some of those seniors there uh, last week. Taylor Giblin. You got Sawyer Stabner, uh, which he's a, what a junior coming up this year. Uh, who do you have back, and who are maybe some of those those newer names we're going to see this year? Well, I can tell you that we're running a modified 5-1. Well, we did tonight. Okay. We ran a modified 5-1 with our setters were Jersey Greg and Addie Simpson. Okay. Okay, so that lets us uh, have Liz serve-receive. And she probably took 75% of those passes today and passed really well. But um, Lizzie and Sawyer led us offensively. But, like, Lizzie probably had a dozen kills. Sawyer probably had 10. But then Gibby had nine. And um, our two middles, Tiana Meadows and Hallie Herring, probably came up with 10 together, you know. So that was a bonus for us as well. Um, 
Ava Brandon was our, our libero tonight. Okay. Um, did a nice job. Paige Guthmiller comes in and plays some back row. Um, Claire Haig and Alyssa McGee serve some tonight for us, too. And, you know, we've got a lot of kids that we can go in and out and changing things up. And, you know, it's early in the season. So, you know, as far as offense and defense goes, we just got to, you know, see how things go. And obviously tomorrow with four matches, we're going to see how a lot yes. of things go tomorrow. Get some good rest here. What, 9 a.m. that first match tomorrow? You've got uh, Sioux Falls Christian. I mean, that's going to be a tough one. You've got uh, other teams on your skill. you got Watertown. Uh, always tough that first that first weekend there in, uh, in Huron. Hope you can pick up a couple wins here tomorrow. Right. And uh, we opened up, like you said, at 9 with Spearfish. Mm -hmm. um, they played earlier this week and, and got a win. Um, and then we have Watertown. And I watched the Watertown when they played Pier. They're young, but, boy, they're really athletic and really good. And then Sioux Falls Christian, you know, number one team in A. And then uh, we're, we'll close up the day with Brookings. So... It'll get. It's just a good, great chance for us to, you know, it's we only play two out of three, yeah. but you know, just to see what our kids can do, and um, it was really exciting to to watch them make plays tonight and get excited and celebrate and um, a lot of energy from our team. You got the Colonel Bowl here next week, so you get to take on Huron coming up there. What next Saturday at three o'clock and. Uh, that, I mean, you don't have any games next week. Besides that, we were going to go to Sioux Falls, Washington there Thursday night, but I guess they're they're working on their gym, so that game has uh, uh, been postponed until early October. So uh, was that unexpected? Could they, yeah, I just heard about it today. Was there a shot to, hey, let's move this to, you know, maybe yeah, and, Lincoln and or somewhere else in town? I don't, I don't know. Because, and to us, it's fine. Like, we, in, in our schedule, the month of October was very slim with, It'll be matches. a rare, rare Monday night. Yeah, and so for us to add another match in October was fine with us too. So end up um, working out. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, getting to play here and then next Saturday will be our next match, and then we I think we play at least two a week mm -hmm. for about three, four weeks. Head coach Deb Phil joins us here again. We'll have some coverage of Mitchell volleyball uh, here throughout the season. Uh, how do you kind of look at the rest of Double A? Of course. O'Gorman and Washington. Can anybody touch those yeah. two? It seems like oh, like those AAA schools are just. Yeah. Seems like they just they have so many mm -hmm. kids and just all the way down and, um, you know, oh, yeah, you're you're talking O'Gorman, Washington, but I think you know Harrisburg and come Lincoln. And you got Jefferson all the Jefferson. Year two. I mean, yes. they're going to be good and, in everything now. Yeah, and you're you're, you know, those are always the schools that we're trying to chase a little bit as being a smaller mm -hmm. school, but you know we. If we keep the ball off the floor, we we got to like our chances. We're not big at all. And so we're going to have to really rely on defense and ball control. So how does that affect what do you want to do offensively? Again, you don't have much signs there up front. And right. Is it about that defense, kind of just keeping the point alive? And, yep. And, 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 and running a little bit faster. You know, we're not going to be able to jump over people, so we have to be able to maybe beat them faster, faster sets, faster mm -hmm. passing, things like that, and be really smart about where we put the ball. Head coach Deb Phil joins us. A 3-1 win here this afternoon versus Sturgis. Uh, four matches versus uh, or in here on tomorrow. Then uh, the Colonel Bowl matchup next Saturday versus here on Coach. Good luck and uh, thank you. We'll talk plenty more here throughout the year. All right, thank you. Thanks for coming up with this yep. lengthy halftime show we got here. I know. Enjoy the band here. We still got what a good ten minutes or so. So take a time out. Come back uh, with some uh, more stats. Some stats uh, from this opening half. Colonel trailing uh, Yainton twenty-four to nothing. We'll be back in three minutes on KORN.
Mitchell Curdle halftime show here tonight on KORN News Radio live at Joe Quinnell Field. I'm Travis Krenz, a 24 nothing lead here for the Ainton Bucks as uh, they shut out this Mitchell offense in the first half. Uh, for Mitchell, they do have 50 yards total, 10 through the air, 40 yards rushing. Quarterback Trayson Schultz, he's done all right. He's 3 of 7, uh, 10 yards through the air, had an interception last play of the half. So it uh, really wasn't uh, of any consequence. Uh, they're the only turnover we've seen here in this first half. Uh, four first downs for the Colonels, two penalties, both of those encroachment calls on the uh, defensive line, and that one turnover interception at the end of the half. So only 40 yards here for Mitchell and four first downs uh, in this first half. Meanwhile, for Yankton, they have uh, over 200 yards total already. Quarterback Rugby Reichen is 9 of 15 through the air, has two touchdown passes, 115 yards, as uh, Yankton also has 86 yards on the ground, and I would believe that uh, Reichen has most of those uh, here for Yankton tonight. Nine first downs for the Bucks. They also have a couple penalties, and they have not turned the ball over in this first half. Again, Mitchell had such a huge opportunity there uh, in the final minute. It was a fourth and 12 uh, for Yankton, right around the 35-yard line or so of Mitchell. And you needed a stop right there to keep him out of the end zone, to keep him off the scoreboard, to, to make this you know more of a respectable 17-0 lead as we head into the locker room. But then uh, Rugby Riken just kind of scrambled uh, and then ran for 20 yards to get the ball around the 12. And then uh, Yankton would score two plays later. So there's been some good things about this Mitchell defense. We'll ask uh, head coach Kent Van Overshield here uh, in the postgame show uh, what adjustments have been made because it does look like uh, they're playing coverage. They're sending uh, seven or eight guys uh, back, defensive backs, linebackers to cover uh, these four receiver sets that the uh, Yankton offense is throwing at them. Uh, and they're, they're rushing three, they're rushing four. They're not getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback initially but then uh, with, with, that, with that coverage that the Colonel defense is playing, uh, Rugby Reichen can't find anybody open right away. So he'll scramble, he'll hold the ball for five or six or seven seconds, and that will allow that Mitchell defensive line to, 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 to make a play. They do have a couple sacks here tonight. So uh, see if that, that strategy works. May as well. It's been working as good as anything here for Mitchell uh, throughout the first half on the defensive end. Then offensively for Mitchell, there's not much there in the passing game. Uh, first couple pla- passes were for negative four yards, one for negative one, one for negative three. And then uh, Jager Tyler got a, got a nice uh, catch for around 15 yards. Scholes is three of seven. And then there's not much in that running game either. Again, only uh, 30 yards rushing here for Mitchell. Uh, McDaly with a few carries. They've kind of spread out uh, the, uh, the backfield duties here for Mitchell uh, with Bryce Palmer. Also, uh, Trayson Schultz and Lucas Bennett on a couple of runs. So this Mitchell offense goes as far as their offensive line and running game uh, will take them with only 40 yards rushing here uh, in this first half. Uh, we're back in two minutes. We'll come back with our Meet the Colonel segment, and we'll talk with senior wide receiver Jager Tyler. That is uh, coming up next here. We're back in two minutes on KORN. meet the Colonel segment here during halftime, also during the pregame shows. You can listen to all of those interviews right now uh, on our website, KORNradio.com, under the Sports tab, go under Football and Meet the Senior Colonels. You can listen to all those uh, interviews right now 
on our website. We'll also highlight one senior here uh, each game of the Mitchell season. So the Colonel's going to kick it off here for the uh, first time tonight. They trail 24 to nothing. Still a rowdy crowd out there. 24 nothing. Gainton with the lead. New kicker here this uh, year for Mitchell, Brennan Rose. Riding number 22 kicks it off. A little squib kick. Takes a big bounce at the 40. Gainton, they'll pick it up around the 27. And the returner, his knee was down. So he'll be stopped right there. That was number 32, Shay uh, Shaler Platt. Gain of zero right there. He tried to get up and return it, but he was down already. He was uh, His knee was already on the turf. Touchdown for Yainton with just 14 seconds left in the half. And could, could be the dagger. You know, he got a, a three-score lead here, 24-0. Now they set up first and 10 at the at their own 27. Riken under center for a rare time tonight. They run it left side. Gain past the 30-yard line. We may see uh, maybe a more conservative offense here for Yainton. That's number 30, Gavin Swanson on the carry. He'll gain uh, around four. Four on the play to Gavin Swanson. So we may, uh, we, we'll see if uh, if they pass it as much here with a 24 nothing lead. Shotgun now for Swanson or for uh, Rugby Reich, and they give it up to Swanson again. Another big carry that'll be right near the sticks. Gain of about five, and they're going to call that a first down. They are. So give them six yards. A couple of carries here for Gavin Swanson. Maybe a. Healthy dose of him here in this second half. Just 45 seconds in. Another first down for the Bucks. Quarterback keeper left side. Rugby Riken past the 45. Another good gain of about six on first down. So it was more the passing game in that first half. Now we're seeing Gainton keep the ball on the ground. They're not really running much clock since they get up to the line pretty quickly, but they are. Keeping the ball on the ground here. Three plays, three runs. Second and four here from their own 45. Riken can't get the quick pass off. That'll be a sack and a loss of about five. Riken tackled for loss. Number 64, Carson Jennings. That was Carson Jennings, number 64, coming through the middle for the sack. So the Colonels have gotten to Riken a couple times. That by far the quickest sack they've had. Sets up a big third down, third and nine here from the 40. Need to get a, a yard shy of midfield. Three receivers right, some pressure by the Mitchell defensive front. Riken rolling off to the left at the 40. He's going to run for it, and he's going to get the first down. Got about six uh, more yards than he needed. So tough to stop him. You've got everybody covered. He can't pass it, but he just rolls out and runs for 15 yards. Gain a 16 on a third and nine. So tough to defend Yainton's quarterback. So in Colonel territory, first and 10 from the Colonel 44. Run right side this time, number 32 for Yainton. Gain of about six. That's a run for Shaler Platt, his first carry tonight. Six on first down. Shaler Platt on carry. And Yainton seeking to score again early in this third quarter. 24 nothing here with just two and a half minutes gone by in the third. Second and six at the 38-yard line. Good pressure again this time. Back at the 45-yard line. Wide open. He throws it to the 40, to the 30. A gain of at least 15. And that'll be down to the 22-yard line. Boy, they had 
the quarterback, Rugby Riken, some 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. He threw the pass. That was just to get it back to the line of scrimmage. As now they get it to the 22-yard line. So a good game, about 10 or 15, another first down. Riken going to take it himself up uh, left side, now trying to stretch it, going to get another gain of about six near the 15-yard line. Nine minutes to go here in this third quarter, already a long drive for Yainton. They started this thing around the 27. Second and four from the 16. Riken hands it off to Swanson right side. Swanson near the first down marker. He may be short. Needed to get to around the 13. He's really close. They're going to be short. So a gain of three for Swanson there on second down. Third and one. The Mitchell defense can still come up with a stop here. Third and one from the Colonel 14. Man in motion. Rugby Riken back to pass. End zone. Caught. Touchdown. 8.33 to go. That was a quick three-and-a-half-minute drive. Tyler Solar with his second score tonight. First one was from 13 yards out. And this one was from 14 yards out. Fourth touchdown tonight for Rugby Riken. Trevor Paulson on the PAT to make it 31 to nothing. It was 45 nothing last year, October 1st homecoming. Yankton over Mitchell. Kick up and good. 8.33 to go in the third quarter. It's 31-0 Bucks. See what Mitchell can do offensively here for the first time in the second half. We're back in 60 seconds. It's a 31-0 Yankton lead over Mitchell here in the season opener. And Joe Quintel tonight. 14-yard touchdown pass from Rugby Riken to Tyler Solar. Colonels return this Trevor Paulson kick from the goal line up around the 30-yard line. Good return here for Mick Daly. Gain of about 30. 31-0. It was an eight-play drive for Yainton, 73 yards. Took just three minutes and 27 seconds. Again, it was 45 to nothing last year here in Mitchell when these two teams met. And it was 42-21 in the playoff matchup down in Yainton last November. Just uh, 50 yards on the night, 40 yards on the night for Mitchell. 10 through the air. Three receivers set. Schultz setting up a screen. has got a man. That's going to be a touchdown. Caught at the 45. I think Mick Daly going to be at the 20. 15-10-5. Going to be down at the 6. Huge, huge play right there. Little pass up the left side. Tripped up by Matt Riken. That was Mick Daly, I believe, number 21, and it was. Mick Daly on the huge reception pass. Only went about 10 yards in the air. That'll be a gain of 63 yards. Let's call it a 63-yard pass from Schultz to Mick Daly up the left sideline. Kind of a screen pass, and there was nobody in front of him. Caught it around the 45 of Mitchell, and then went at least 40 yards before anybody touched him. First and goal for Mitchell at the seven. You need a touchdown. Schultz gives it off the middle to Jager. Tyler spinning, spinning near the goal line. He's going to be about a yard shy. Carry by Jager Tyler. Gain of six. 
That'll set up a second and goal at the one. 7.20 to go. It's 31-0. By far, Mitchell's best chance to score. Got a whistle here as the Colonels huddle up around the eight-yard line, moving across the field from left to right. A little bit of a wind today out of the south at around 15 to 20. That has died down quite a bit. Really a nice night for some football here. Second and goal for the Colonels. Looking for their first touchdown of the season. Second and goal from the one. Tight formation. Shells under center. See if they give it to Tyler again. Quarterback sneak from Shells from one yard out. Mitchell scores. 7.05 to go in the third quarter. A nice response offensively for Mitchell. A quick three-play drive that went 70 yards in about a minute 25. One-yard quarterback sneak by Trayson Schultz gets the Colonels on the board here at 31-6 as both teams score to start the second half. See what Mitchell does here with the extra points. We need a holder. Mitchell doesn't have a holder. We have a kicker, but nobody to hold the snap. So the quarterback, Trayson Charles, is going to come out there. Some early season special teams snafus here. Charles to hold the kick. It is up, and it is no good. So Mitchell scores 31-6. to They still trail by 25. 7.05 left here in this third quarter. We're back in one minute. You're listening to Colonel Football on KORN. One-yard touchdown run from the quarterback, Trayson Scholes. PAT is no good on the kick, but Mitchell will not get shut out tonight. It's now 31-6, Yainton. A three-play drive, took about a minute 25. Started at the Mitchell 30-yard line. A big 64-yard pass from Shoals to McDaly up the left sideline on the Yainton side. Once he caught that pass, he caught it around the 45. And boy, he was off. They finally caught him inside the 10-yard line. So that was the big play Mitchell needed to get something going here offensively. That one play eclipsed all the yards they gained in that first half. Mitchell just over 100 yards now in this ball game. Well, it's a 25-point lead for Yainton. Yainton, they scored on an eight-play drive, 73 yards to open up the half. Scored on a 14-yard uh, touchdown catch from Tyler Soler for Rugby Riken. Again, defense has had their opportunities here, some third and longs to stop Yainton, just not able to get that one big stop tonight. Yankton, they've scored on every possession except one. And the one time they punted, it was a like a fourth and one and a half at around the 39-yard line. They did not go for it. Kick bounces at the 10, taken at the 5, up to the 20, 25. Gain of about 21 on the return here for Yankton and Austin Goble. Black uniforms for Mitchell tonight, the gold pants and gold numbers with the black helmets. Yainton all-white uniforms, white tops, white bottoms, red helmets, and red numbers here for the number three rated Yainton Bucks. Six and four last season, lost by a touchdown was all in the semifinals last year to T area. They'll start here first and 10 at their own 26, run up the middle to Swanson. He'll muscle his way for a gain of about six on first down. 
past the 30-yard line. So we saw Yankton's first drive in this half. They started it with some simple runs on the ground and then opened up the offense a little bit with the passing game. We have a Mitchell player down. That looks to be number 24, I believe. That'll be Bryce Palmer. Hopefully just some cramps. 24. Nope, number 64. Correction, that'll be Connor Jennings, the nose tackle. He will limp off the field under his own power. Hopefully just a cramp or maybe a, a slight twist of an ankle or a knee. Hopefully nothing too serious. He looks okay. Again, Jennings does have a sack here tonight. Starting nose tackle for Mitchell in this 3-5 defensive front. Carson Jennings, a 6 feet, 220 pound senior. So he'll come off the field. August Anderson will replace him over the center at that nose tackle position. Second and four for Yainton at the 32. Another run up the middle. First down at the 40. Big gain near the 47-yard line. Gain of 15 yards right up the middle for Gavin Swanson. Bryce Palmer on the tackle here for Mitchell. 6.20 to go in this third quarter. It's 31-6 Yainton. First and 10, just shy of the 50. Riken back to pass, going to run. Going to get at the 49-yard line into Mitchell territory. Gain a six on the run by the quarterback, Rugby Riken. And they'll place the ball in Colonel territory at the 21. Another quick drive here for Yankton. It's long in terms, of, in terms of plays, but short in terms of time. Another good pressure. Rugby Riken, slippery son of a gun. Could have been tackled for a loss. Instead, he gains two yards. We'll set up a third and three from the Colonel, 48. He is just so tough and so shifty. So tough to tackle. The Colonels have had him a couple times in the backfield. And he's escaped. Third and four here from the 48. Yainton looking for another first down. They pitch an option pitch left side. Swanson gets the first down. Gain of five past the 45-yard line. That took a while to develop. As when they pitched that ball, Swanson needed about 10 yards from where he caught it to where the sticks were. They get it by a couple. On a third and four, they pick up six. First and 10 for Yainton. They continue to roll here at the Colonel 42. Midway through this third quarter, it's a 25-point lead. Another good gain up the middle. Gain of seven for Platt. Shaler Platt, number 32. With the gain of seven, sets up a second and six. Three receivers set for Rugby Riken at the Colonel, 37. Another run up the right side here for Platt. He'll get near the first down. I think he got it at the 32. See where they spot this ball. Again, Yainton, they've, they've continued to run the ball more in this second half. Now it's a 31-6 lead here with 4.25 to go. Well, that will be another first down here at the 32. So gain of four. First down for Platts. Rugby Riken pass deep right side. Caught. Gain of 15 on first down inside the 20. They'll place it at the 18-yard line. That was Tyler Solar. Solar's got two of the four touchdowns tonight through the air. First and 10. 
at the 19. Gainton continuing to drive with four minutes to go. Reichen left side. He runs just a straight run. Up near the five-yard line. Gain of 15 on first down. Goes from the 19 inside the five. Rugby Reichen, he's approaching 100 yards rushing tonight. 3.45 to go and counting. 31-6 Yainton, just their second possession here of the third quarter. Sets up a first and goal here from the three-yard line. Looking for their fifth touchdown tonight. They've scored in five of their six drives. This is a tight, heavy formation. Rugby Reichen going to take it right side. Now back to the left, finds the guy, wide open left side touchdown. 3.24 to go in the third quarter. It's now 37 to 6. Touchdown caught there, number 45. Catches it in the left corner. That's Matthew Sheldon, fullback. Can't say I've ever seen, I don't know if I've ever seen that formation before or it's been very rare. You had the quarterback, Rugby Riken. You had three guys in front of, in front of him. Almost like a second line of offensive linemen. And then you had you, you had your six offensive linemen, three guys behind them, and then you had the quarterback. Very odd formation. Either way, it scores a touchdown, the fifth of the game. Kick is good. It's 38-6, Yainton. They have scored in six of their seven possessions tonight. There's 3.23 left in the third. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN. Yainton on their way to a big win here tonight. Up by 32 points here late third quarter. 3.23 to go in the third. Travis Krins with you tonight. K-O-R-N coming up on 9 o'clock. Quarter until 9 tonight. The Culver's postgame show coming up here with head coach Kent Van Overshield as well. Three-yard touchdown to make it 38-6. Taken here by the Colonels at the five-yard line up around the 22. Gain of 17 on the return. Kick from Trevor Paulson. We had Lucas Bennett on the return for Mitchell. So uh, Mitchell, they did score their first touchdown of the season that last drive. Set up by a 64-yard pass from Scholes to McDaly. And they would score two plays later on a one-yard quarterback keeper. In Yankton's offense, they have scored six of the seven times they've had the ball tonight. Three receivers set here for Mitchell. That restarts, so we're off the air. Big pass. Oh. Big pass here. I believe we are still on the air. Long pass. Up the middle, just barely overthrew the intended receiver. Schultz had Mick Daly right around the 50-yard line. Nice uh, 30, 35-yard throw here for, for Schultz. Just overthrew him by a little bit. If he catches that, that's another shot for a huge play in the passing game. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, maybe gone for a 77-yard touchdown. But instead, just a long completion up the middle. Will be a five receiver set for Mitchell. Nobody in the backfield except Scholes and the shotgun. Second and ten. Quick pass at the line. Completes. Gain of four up to the 26-yard line. Quick throw. Nice job there. That would be A.J. Simpson. His first catch this season as a senior. So just a quick little pitch and catch up the right side. 
gain of three yards to set up a third and seven here from the Mitchell 26. They will go four wide receivers this time. Colonels moving across the field from left to right. Three receivers left, one right, and Yainton moved. This should set up a third and two. The entire defensive front of Yainton trying to time that snap. And they were early. Defense, number 77. They called it on 77. You could have picked anybody in that uh, front four for Yainton for that one. Two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter, 38 to six. Yainton, they've scored on their two drives this quarter. This is the second drive for the Colonels offensively. Third and two, they're at their own 31. Need a big first down here to continue this drive. Four receivers set, let's see if they pass it left. Big pressure, Scholes is sacked at the 20. It's a loss of 11 on the play and Mitchell will punt here from deep in their own territory. Well, Mitchell looking for something there. Just needed two yards. They decided to drop back and pass. Nothing there for Schultz, so that'll be a sack. Loss of 11. Late third quarter here. Yainton should get the ball here. Good field position is... They will, their returner will set up at the 45-yard line. And as a wide receiver, Tyler Soler. Coming up next week, it's the Colonel Bowl. It's a Saturday night. Mitchell and Sturgis. It will be at 6 o'clock next Saturday night. We'll have the pregame show at 5.30 on KORN. Sabres with the punt from his 12. Angles it towards the Mitchell sideline. It goes out of bounds near the 43. Let's see where they put this one. It's going to be at the 40. He keeps walking. He keeps walking. They're going to... It's just a guess, honestly, at that point. The punt goes out of bounds. They're going to put it right at the 50-yard line. So a punt of around 30 yards for Sabres. And good spot in the field here for Yankton to start their eighth drive of the night. They've scored on six of their seven drives tonight. And they will start at the 50. Moving across the field from right to left. 119 to go in this third quarter. 38-6, Yainton in front of Mitchell. Man in motion, and they give it to the motion man. Tucker Gilmore up the right side. He'll pick up seven on first down into Mitchell territory. He's tackled at the 43-yard line. Tucker Gilmore on the carry, gain about six. Yainton, one of those teams, see if they can compete with Pierre. I don't know if anybody can, but T and Yainton, maybe Brookings, we'll see. Run up the middle on second down. Swanson with another gain of about seven. Picks up the three yards he needs and a couple more. As the clock continues to roll here, 45 seconds to go in the third quarter. First down for Yainton. First and 10 at the 36. Yainton looking to score their third touchdown of the half. Run up the middle just shy of the 30. It's number 32, Platt. He'll pick up a gain of five. Again, not big chunks of yards, not any 20, 30-yard runs tonight for Yainton, but their, their running game's been impressive. Five yards here, seven yards here. Should be the final play of the quarter here with 15 seconds to go. It's a second and five from the Colonel 31. Rugby Riken back to pass, dropped. Solar was pretty open there in the middle. 
Would have been right at the sticks at the 25, but he lets the ball go through his mitts. So we'll get one more play here with seven seconds to go in the third quarter. A 38-6 Gainton lead. Colonels have had a couple shots here at third and longs, but not able to get off the field. Big issue last year for Mitchell. We'll see if they can prove on that. Their third down defense. Third and five from the 31. New quarterback out there for Yankton. Little pitch right side at the line of scrimmage. Plant gets the first down. He'll get past the 20. Pick up about 17 as we got a new quarterback. It's Lucas Campshaw. So that might be it for Rugby Riken. First down for Yankton, and that wraps up the third quarter. Two touchdowns for the Bucks, one for Mitchell. It's 38-6 here with 12 minutes to go. It'll be Yainton first and 10 at the Mitchell 18 when we return. We're back in 60 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Football on KORN. Start of the fourth quarter here tonight. So not how Mitchell wanted to start the season. Tough opponent in Yainton, but Mitchell down 38-6. Here as we start the fourth quarter. Yainton now moving across the field from left to right. Got a new quarterback in there, Lucas Kampshoff, a 6'1 junior. He takes over for Rugby Riken. First and 10 at the 18, fade pass right side. Nice defense by Mitchell. No penalty on the play. That was a great defensive play in the uh, backfield there by Connor Singray. Singray, again, he's going to start at cornerback this year as a junior. He's a 6'2 at 170. He's got good length at 6'2". A uh, four defensive back. He just turned around and swatted that pass away. A nice defensive play there by Singray. The second and 10 now for Yainton at the Colonel 18. Three receivers right, one left for Kampshoff. Colonels look like they're going to bring pressure. They do. They rush five, and they make the uh, pass. Thrown a little bit early, and that's well short. Going to the uh, left corner to Tyler Soler. At around the five-yard line, but that bounced to near the eight. So some pressure. Mitchell rushes five and allows the quarterback to throw it earlier than he probably wanted. 11.50 to go in this game. 38-6. Yainton with a big 32-point lead. They've got it now. At, uh, still at the 18-yard line, third and ten. Again, get a defensive stop on third down if you're Mitchell. A four-receiver set. Kampshoff going to go left side. He's going to pitch it. And they're going to get another first down on a third and ten. They're going to pick up around 15 as Platts with the option. They pitch it to him, and he picks up nearly 15 yards. And that's a point of emphasis, and you just have to stop a team when it's third and ten. Jager Tyler on that uh, sideline there. He appears, I think, to be the one slow to get up. We'll get a timeout here with a minute. Let's see, 11.43 to go. It's be a first and goal here for Yainton when we return. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN. Yainton with a first and goal. They give it to Platt up the middle. He bounces it right side for a touchdown. From six yards out, 11.31 to go in the ball game. Now 44-6, Yainton. First touchdown for Platt tonight. He's had a nice night. Number 32, Shaler Platt, a 5'11 running back. 
He's a junior at 185 pounds. Scores out of the injury timeout from six yards out. PAT attempt. We got some shifting on the Yankton offensive line. Kick is up. Kick is good. Hits the scoreboard, I believe. 11.31 to go in the ballgame. 45-6. Yainton with a big, big lead. We're back in one minute on KORN. Third touchdown and three possessions for Yainton in the second half. It's now a 45-6 lead for the Bucks. Another dominant performance. Again, this Mitchell defense just has trouble stopping this Yankton offense. They were outscored last year 87-21. They tack on another 45 points here and looking at what, about 130, 135 to 27 over the course of about three games. Yankton kicks it off. Colonels let it go into the end zone for a touchback. They'll start first and 10 at the 20. Some other scores from around the state. 11 AA, uh, number 2T area, maintaining that 45 nothing lead they had at half. As they lead here on 45 nothing late third quarter. Uh, Brookings defeating Watertown 19-3 late in the third. And St. Thomas Moore defeating Spearfish 21-0 at the half. Pier and Aberdeen, they will play tomorrow in the capital city. First and 10 for Mitchell going across the field from right to left. Putting in some uh, backups here for Mitchell. Let's see if we can get some of these folks for you. I think we, we have a new quarterback out there, Schultz. Nope, Schultz is done for the night. So have a run up the middle here for Mitchell. New quarterback is number 15, Tristan Jealous. J-E-L-L-I-S, Jealous. He's a 5'10 sophomore backup quarterback for Mitchell. Run up the middle here for a gain of two. So, putting in some of the uh, second stringers here. That's Parker Denny, number 41, I believe, on the carry. A 5'8 sophomore running back, Parker Denny. With a gain of two on first down as we start to wrap this one up tonight. Both teams have taken out, uh, taken out a lot of their first stringers. Jealous here in the shotgun. Man in motion. He goes off left side. He'll keep it himself. Nice run here by Jealous. Gain of about four. Up that left side. Shy of the 30-yard line. And got about one yard to go here for a third down as... And we would expect a lot of uh, running here from both sides. As this one's been decided here tonight, 45-6 to six with just over 10 minutes to go. Third and two for the Colonels. Jealous in the shotgun, two receivers. To his left, one to his right. Two running backs in the uh, backfield. They give it off to uh, Lucas Bennett right side, trying to get to the 30. It's going to be close. Is he going to be short? Let's see. He's right at that 30-yard line. And we have a curl down here. Lucas Bennett slow to get up at the 30. They didn't get the first down. They did get it. Lucas Bennett gets up on his own power. Looks like he maybe a right ankle. So he does limp off. Runs off. 
Nice game here for Lucas Bennett tonight. So he gets a gain of two. It's what they needed to move the sticks here. First and ten, a Colonel first down at the 30-yard line. Nine and a half minutes to go in counting. In 11B tonight, end of the third quarter, Flan, Drew, and Bridgewater, Emory, Ethan tied at six. Also, Mount Vernon Plankington ahead of Miller, Highmore, Harold, 30-13 to 13 late in that one. This one run up the middle, right side, gain of zero. Run on the play. Odell on the carry. It'll be Kellen Odell, number 37, a 5'11 sophomore. So some of those Mitchell Colonels you may see here in future years getting a chance to play here late tonight. 8.45 to go. It's a 45-6 lead. Gain of two on the play. Jealous, backup quarterback in the shotgun. He'll pitch it off left side. Nice run here to the 41. Up near midfield, gain of around 18 for Parker Denny. Well, Parker Denny on that option pitch, left side gets to midfield, gain of 18. So we've seen uh, Bryce Palmer was kind of a guy last year who would come in late in the game and he would shine for this Mitchell offense. And maybe that'll be Parker Denny this year. Well, sophomore, probably get more playing time next year as a junior, but. Parker Denny, name to name to know, 5'8", 175-pound sophomore running back with a gain of, so they call it 17, they're just shy of the 50, first and 10 for Mitchell. The snap is fumbled in the shotgun. Quarterback Tristan Jealous falls on it. That'll be a loss of six on the play. Move the Colonels back to their own 44-yard line. Loss on the play. And at this point, you're just hoping not to turn it over, hoping to get some execution for some of your backups as everybody's second and third stringers out there right now. Mitchell will play a couple of Saturday games these next two weeks. Colonel Bowl at home next Saturday versus Sturgis at 6, and then they'll head to Pier on September 10th, Saturday game in two weeks. Little shovel pass right side complete. Good game pass the 50. Gain of around eight on second and long. Parker Denny with another catch. Throw by Jealous, the quarterback. Picked up about half of what they needed. Gain of about eight or nine on that one. Puts it in uh, Yainton territory at the 47-yard line. Sets up a third and manageable here for the Mitchell offense. Third and six. At the Yankton 47, they need to get to the 41. Six and a half minutes to go here. It's a 45-6 Yankton lead. Third possession for Mitchell in the half. High snap. They give it up to, oh, they, they pitch it left side. They fooled me. Can they get to Denny? Denny, boy, he's impressive. Another first down and a late hit. Didn't mean to, but you got to call it. Number 21, Trenton Yerke of Yankton with a late hit. I don't think he meant to. He hits Parker Denny. And it is second stringers, but Denny showing me something here. Gain of about eight for another Mitchell first down. Should get a late hit right here. It's at the 39-yard line. Should get the ball into the 30. The first down. After the play, 
dead ball, personal foul, late hit on the defense, number 21. 15-yard penalty, first down. Well, first big penalty we've had tonight. We've had a couple of five-yarders on each side. Wasn't an egregious hit, but it was late as Parker Denny was out of bounds and just got hit a little bit late there by Yerke. First and 10 for Mitchell at the Yainton 24-yard line. Jealous back to pass, going to take off and run and die for a couple yards. Lucky to avoid the sack, and he'll pick up a gain of two on first down. Five minutes to go here, a long drive for the Colonels. Looking to get an, another touchdown. 45-6 to six they trail. Looking to get some of these uh, second stringers, some experience, some of these juniors and sophomores. And Parker Denny has been impressive, the sophomore running back. Second and eight at the Yainton 22. Shotgun, three receivers right, and we got some movement. A couple of those receivers moved early. That'll be a five-yard penalty to move them back for a second and 13. That was number 82. Offense. 82. 82, that wide receiver on the right side. Second down. Dustin Kurtenbach. He's a starting defensive back, backup receiver. Moved early. Uh, in 11B tonight, number one winner ahead of Wagner, 52 to 12. And Woonsocket, Wessington, Spring, Sanborn Central. They defeated Jim River, 14 to nothing in 11B. Gets you an update on that Howard and Canastota game up next. Jealous quarterback uh, right up the middle. Takes it left side. And he'll gain up to the 21-yard line. Gain of about uh, seven on the play. At the 20-yard line, third and five coming up next for Mitchell. Game of the night in Canastota. And it is 21-20 Howard. Leading Canastota with under a minute to go. Canastota does have the ball. So that one lived up to the hype, it looks like. Also, Parkson looks like they're going to knock off Platt Geddes up 22-14 with under a minute to go. That game on Q107. Jealous back to pass. Left side, no good. On a third and five, his intended receiver was Caden Killian. So Mitchell, they should go for it here. Fourth and five from the... 20. Chance to pick up a fourth down conversion here with three minutes and counting to go. Again, running clock right now with that 45 to 6 lead. I think Hansen was a big winner tonight. Hansen, they're up 48 0 versus Irene Wakanda late third quarter. Four receivers set here for the Colonels. A fourth and five from the Ainton 20. Now a three receiver set. Man in motion. They hand it off left side. They need to get to the 15. They'll be a couple yards shy. As that was Nate McCormick, Jr. on the running on the uh, run there. Gain of three, two yards shy. Of the first down. It'll be a turnover on downs, but a, a nice looking drive. You build, you build on that for that second string offense. Nice looking drive for Mitchell as they go about uh, 55, 60 yards up the field. Two minutes to go as this running clock continues, and that should be about it here. Ten minutes after 9 o'clock. Yankton, they'll run a couple plays and get you the rest of your scoreboard, your final stats, and talk with head coach Kent Van Overshield. 45-6 to six here with a minute 45 to go. 
That clock continues to run. And Mitchell Volleyball picked up a season opening win tonight, defeating Sturgis 3-1 at home. Mitchell Volleyball, they'll have four matches tomorrow up at the Huron Invites. They'll play Spearfish at 9 o'clock. They'll also play Watertown, Brookings, and Sioux Falls Christian. Blitz here by Mitchell. Another quarterback in for Yankton. Big run up to the 30, up to the 40, down at the 44-yard line. 22 yards. That was Easton Nelson, new quarterback, number six. He was a 5'11 sophomore, so big gain of 22 by the third stringer for Yankton. Easton Nelson here with under a minute to go. Maybe two more plays and we'll wrap it up here. Nelson in the shotgun, first and 10 for Yankton at their own 44. Just a simple run up the middle. Another good gain of about seven. It's been an impressive running game here for Yankton. Been an impressive offense tonight. We have one more play here at second and three at the Mitchell 49. 30 seconds to go. One more play should just about do it. See what's going on in this Canastota and Howard game. Canastota had the ball down one, and that is a final. Howard wins 21-20. Final play of the game, run up the middle, gain of zero by Evan Schreck, and that'll do it. 45-6, your final here tonight. Yainton with a season opening win. As they get the best of Mitchell, they win tonight by 30 nine points. The Culver's postgame show coming up next. Reaction to the action with head coach Kent Van Overshield, your Culver's player of the game. More scores and uh, we'll run down the scoring tonight. And some more stats. Thank you, 45 to 6. Yainton now at 1-0. Oh. Colonels at 0-1. Oh We're back in three minutes on KORN. Culver's postgame show here live from Joe Quinnell Field. 45-6, your final here tonight. Yainton, they take down Mitchell yet again. Uh, Yainton, they won seven of the past ten meetings here versus the Colonels throughout the years, including both meetings last year. Again, Mitchell's offense never really got going. Their defense had a couple opportunities for some stops, but uh, tough to tough to stop uh, Rugby Riken, the senior quarterback, and Mitchell will be glad to see him graduate coming up here uh, this year. And uh, Gavin Swanson, he had a 10-yard touchdown run himself. Cody Oswald, he caught a 12-yard touchdown pass. And uh, wide receiver Tyler Soler caught a couple of uh, passes, 13 yards and 14 yards for a couple of touchdowns uh, here through the air uh, for Rugby Riken. It was 24-0 at halftime, 45 to Six-year final as Yankton, they would score touchdowns on their first three possessions of the second half. And really the game was, you know, kind of decided. You thought Mitchell maybe would have a chance going into the locker room. Down 17-0, still a pretty uh, pretty wide margin. But then Yankton, they would convert a fourth and 12 near the 30-yard line. Big 20-yard run by the quarterback, Riken to get it uh, near the 10-yard line. And they would score uh, soon after that. So you go into the locker room, you're down 17 nothing. You feel like, you know, you got a shot maybe. But uh, when it was 24 nothing, that was all she wrote. And then uh, Yankton would score coming out of the locker room, their first drive of the uh, 
second half to make it 31 to nothing. Uh, Mitchell, they would score their lone touchdown on their first drive in that third quarter. It was a three-play uh, drive. Took about a minute 25, a 70-yard drive. Big play was a 64-yard pass from quarterback Trayson Schultz to running back Mick Daly. So that was the big uh, pass play, 64 yards on the pass play uh, to get that Mitchell offense going tonight. Uh, otherwise, not much for the Mitchell offense. Uh, Mick Daly had the majority of the carries. Bryce Palmer was sprinkled in there. Trayson Schultz ran it a couple times. Uh, Jager Tyler had a catch and also a run at the goal line. Uh, I think Schultz had that one-yard touchdown uh, there to cap off that drive, scored from one yard out. And that was it uh, for this Mitchell offense. They did have four, uh, four uh, first downs in that first half. So coming up next here for the Colonels, you look at their schedule, and uh, they've got a good shot at a win next week. It'll be a Saturday uh, Saturday evening game. It'll be the Colonel Bowl uh, here in Mitchell. It'll be on Saturday at 6 o'clock versus Sturgis. And you look at the Mitchell schedule, so where are their wins going to come from? They won three games last year. They beat Huron, they beat Watertown, and they also uh, beat Spearfish. You look at the Sturgis team, that's a winnable game next week. Uh, you go up to Aberdeen in a couple weeks on uh, September 16th for their homecoming. Tough, but a winnable game up in Aberdeen. Then you go uh, the long trip out to Spearfish. That's a game you should win. And then at the end of the year, you have home games versus Watertown and Huron, two teams you beat last year. So if you're looking at where Mitchell may be the favorite this year, there are three or, three or four games that uh, pop out at the schedule there. So... Uh, we'll take a quick time out, come back with some stats and some other scores from around the state. Big game tonight was number one Howard defeating number one Canastota 21 to 20. Howard, the number one team in 9AA, taking down Canastota, the number one team in 9A. We'll have more scores coming up next. We're back in three minutes on KORN. Culver's postgame show. Travis Grins with you here tonight as we approach 9.30 tonight. A 45-6 win here for the Yainton Bucks as they led 24-0 at halftime. And they would score on their first three drives of that second half as we await head coach Kenton Van Overshield. Uh, your final stats on the night. Uh, Mitchell pretty even up. 7, 7, uh, 77 yards rushing and 77 yards passing on the night. Quarterback Trayson Scholes was 5 of 10 for 77 yards. Had that to interception at the end of the first half and then had a big 64-yard uh, pass play to Mick Daly in that third quarter. You can you take that uh, pass out, and then Scholes would finish 4 of 9 for 13 yards. Mitchell with five first downs, just one in the second half. They would have three penalties and the one interception. Meanwhile, for Yainton, uh, they would be over 400 yards of offense tonight, 266 on the ground and uh, 157 through the air. Uh, quarterback Rugby Riken, if you're looking for a player of the game, I would think it'd have to be him. Uh, two passing touchdowns. He was 13 of 20 tonight, 157 yards through the air for the senior Rugby Riken. 20 first downs for Yainton. They had four penalties 
and they uh, did not turn the ball over. Riken had three touchdowns, uh, three passing touchdowns on the night. So even when he was uh, contained in the backfield, uh, that Mitchell uh, defense, that uh, defensive backfield to Mitchell, did a very pretty nice job late in that uh, second quarter of stopping those receivers. There wasn't much room for Riken to pass, but then he would just wait and bide his time and scramble and run for 10 or 20 yards. So very, very difficult to, to stop a dual-threat quarterback like that for Rugby Riken, great player, but hopefully Colonels never have to see him again uh, in a Yankton uniform. Scoreboard coming up here. Let's go through 11-AA. Uh, Peer and Aberdeen, they will play coming up tomorrow at 7 o'clock. So uh, number one, Peer, they'll have to wait one more day to start off their uh, championship a defending season. Again, five straight titles for the Peer Governors. They look to make it six in a row. Uh, T area with a 45-0 lead versus Huron. That should be uh, getting close to being a final. Uh, number four, Brookings. They defeat Watertown 26-3. Uh, Bell Fouch over Douglas out west 14-8. And St. Thomas Moore defeating Spearfish at halftime 21-0. Uh, in 11B tonight, winner with a big win as usual. They blow out Wagner 52-12. Mount Vernon Plankinton with a win on the road. They defeat Miller Highmore Herald 30-13. Uh, Jim River, they were shut out last uh, or tonight as Woonsocket, Wessington Springs, Sanborn Central with a 14-0 shutout of Jim River. And there are a couple games uh, with area teams tomorrow in 11B as uh, McCook Central Montrose, they will take on Hot Springs tomorrow at 7 o'clock as uh, they make that long trip out west. And also a trip to Elmont Armor, Andy Central Lakota Christian. They'll play at 3 o'clock tomorrow out west at Lakota Tech. Uh, also low-scoring game tonight between uh, Flandreau and Bridgewater Emory Ethan. The uh, Seahawks with an 18-6 lead. That game has just started the uh, fourth quarter. Let's go to 9-double-A again. The big matchup tonight uh, goes to Howard. Number one Howard defeats number one Canastota 21-20. In a battle of the top two teams in 9AA and in 9A. So that's a great game on paper and it looked like it ended up being a pretty good one with the 9AA Howard Tigers defeating Canastota 21-20. Our Q107-3 game of the week. Uh, Parkston, they knock off number three, Platt-Geddes, 22-14. Platt-Geddes, they've won the last two Double-A title, so it, uh, maybe it's Howard's year. Howard, they won it all in 9A last year, and uh, they might be the favorite right now through week two in 9-double-A with Parkston defeating Platt-Geddes. Another interesting matchup was a 9-double-A top five team. It would be number four, Hamlin. They would take on the number one, uh, number one team in 9B, Del Rapid St. Mary. All, always interesting when you get a 9B matchup versus a 9-double-A team. And it went to Hamlin big time, 52-12, to as uh, they knock off the number one team in 9B, uh, that being Del Rapids St. Mary's. Uh, other scores in nine-man football, Freeman, Marion, and Freeman Academy. They're going to be 2-0, that new co-op, as they are up on Iroquois Lake Preston late in the fourth quarter, 36-8. to And number five, ranked Hamlin. They're going to be uh, uh, something to deal with the 9-double-A. Hanson with a 48-0 win on the road tonight versus Irene Wakanda. And uh, Bonholm, they shut out Kimball White Lake tonight, 46-0 in nine-man football. 
Reaction to the action tonight. Head coach Kent Van Overshield joins us. 45 to 6. He ain't in uh, with that victory, obviously, you know, you faced them twice last year. Really good offense for, for Yainton. You had a couple shots there defensively to get some big stops. Uh, third and long, fourth and long. What were, what were the kind of the, the keys you saw to that first half? It was 17 nothing. that big fourth down. It was kind of a, a big turning point, I thought, late in that second quarter. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just went through it. You know, the the, the first half, I would have been ecstatic to come yep. out of there 10-0. But, uh, you know, those extra scores, you know, were the result of, uh, you know, misplays, just fundamental breakdowns that, you know, I look for us to be much improved on going forward. And, uh, you know, you always, you always want your football team to do things that are characteristic of them. And uh, there were some things uncharacteristic tonight. And, uh, you know, playing playing that game one, um, you look for improvement to game two. But give Yankton a lot of credit because, you know, that quarterback's yeah. good. And, um you know, there. You know, there's. We had question marks about their line coming in, and really, there's not much question mark there. They just, you know, fundamentally, and they don't ask a lot out of them. You know, just basically wall, wall guys down, um, do a good job of staying in front of the pass, and uh, you know, always, always working to look. You know, when when I'm on the sideline or watching film to see if, you know, what we're working on in practice. Uh, you know, if we're we're doing it in the game and. Uh, tonight was tonight was not an example of that, especially in the defensive line. I thought linebacker wise, we didn't we didn't do a horrible mm-hmm. job. We we tackled better, but uh, our open field tackling uh, lacked. But you know, and that and that's a lot of it too. You know, you, if if you don't do that, you know, if you don't have that game speed every single day in practice, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta rely on something else mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to game one. But now we've had the experience and. Uh, we've learned, and, and I think we'll grow uh, tremendously from week one to week two. Seemed like there in that second half, uh, you were rushing maybe three or four guys, and Rugby Riken really couldn't find anybody. Your, your defensive backfield looked like they played uh, pretty well, but then he would just scramble and hold and hold and hold and get 10 or 20 yards. So was that a bit of an adjustment to kind of fill up that defensive backfield with their with their four receiver sets? And uh, really there, there wasn't much uh, spots for him to throw in that second quarter. Yeah, and – like I said, there, we did a good job of putting pressure, but we, you know we just didn't take very good angles. You know we always talk about in tackling, uh, you know targeting that that near hip and uh, running through it, and you know we we allowed him. And like I said, you know film will tell us a little bit more, but fundamentally um, we can do a better job. Uh, you know we I would have liked to have maybe found a little more depth out here tonight, uh-huh. and you know obviously from the offensive standpoint and defensive standpoint. Parker Denny's probably got to be yeah. on, the, on the football field. Um, awful, awful proud of how hard you know Jagger, Jagger Tyler, Mick Daly, you know those are the guys that you know there's they're you know there are big players and they have to make plays and uh, you know they seem to be up to the task and um, you know I think Trayson Schultz you know great thing I was looking for him is just that composure as a senior and and we had that you know mm-hmm. I mean he <clears throat> he did some good things in there and. Um, you know, he seems to have an answer when he comes to the, you know, when he comes to the sideline, which which is good. And you know, like I said, the accuracy of that that gives us a chance to to retool for the next series. But like I said, a lot of good things. Um, nobody wants to, nobody wanted to be here. Uh-huh. You know, you know, with a big loss uh, to Yankton. But you know, tomorrow's a brand new day, and uh, game two is ahead of us. And and we'll we'll learn from this and, and get ready for the next one. And we appreciate the support of everybody and. Uh, you know, one thing that as the as the week, as I went from, you know, first week of practice, second mm-hmm. week of practice, you know, from the scrimmage, um, 
you know, I, I really wanted to get in and, and, and fix and do, do a lot of things. But, uh, you know, one thing, one thing I think with this group of guys is, you know, I really have a lot of trust and belief and they're good people and they want to do well. And, uh, you know, now we have their full attention and it's going to be an exciting week to, uh, to move forward. Yeah, a lot of winnable games out there. You got uh, the Colonel Bowl. That's always a big one next Saturday. So, yeah, a lot of winnable games. You got Sturgis next week, and uh, we'll see you then. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Head coach Kent Van Overshield joins us. Your discretion on who we give that to. Okay. You want to keep it yourself, you can keep it yourself. Sure. Player of the game, yeah. Who do you you, uh, player of the game? I I think think from the defensive standpoint, uh, you know, I I just really liked, uh, I like, you know, from day one, I've liked what I've seen, but Jagger Tyler uh, just seemed to be, you know, filling the alley, doing a good job in coverage. Uh, You know, it's pretty easy as a senior to, to, uh, you know, question the guys in front of you, their effort, you know, I mean, that's just part of football, but uh, he stayed positive and kept, kept, uh, you know, really focused on, you know, leading from the front. And I'm excited he did a great job making some plays. All right, Jager Tyler, player of the game, coach. Good luck. Thank you. And Jager Tyler, going to be a big part of this uh, team offensively and defensively. Did some good things defensively tonight. Your Culver's Restaurant player of the game. I'd like to thank, as always, uh, head coach Kent Van Overshield joining us here for some reaction to the action. So that'll wrap it up here tonight. We'll have more on this game uh, with your sports tomorrow uh, at 6.15. I believe J.P. Skelly working tomorrow morning. Uh, here we'll have your sports and a recap at uh, 6.15. Not only this game tonight, but all the other games that uh, we've been talking around, uh, talking about here this, I guess, week one for, for a class uh, 11 double A, but uh, week two for some of those 11B and nine-man teams. Not the way Mitchell wanted to start the season, but long season ahead of us. A lot of winnable games coming up, and one of those is next Saturday night when we rejoin you here from Joe Quinnell. Saturday night next week, it'll be the annual Colonel Bowl as Mitchell will host Sturgis. It'll be at 5.30, the pregame show, 6 o'clock, uh, your kickoff next Saturday. For Shawn Michaels back in the studio, I'm Travis Krenz. A 45-6 win for Yankton tonight over the Mitchell Colonels. See you back here next week for more Colonel Football on KORN.